dissect the best and the worst of 90s teen horror. I'm Heather Parry and this is my co-host Kirsty Logan. And welcome to our eighth mini-sode pre-Halloween special, I've nice. forgotten the thing, nice. uh, from 13 Tales of Horror. Yes. Which contains 14 Tales of Horror. Fuck you, Pike. <laughs> but this is number eight, which is Where the Deer Are by Caroline B. Cooney, which not surprisingly is my favourite one. Um, now CBC is our absolute babe on the podcast, we love her. She doesn't always get it right. But when she does get it right, it's glorious. So and when she gets it wrong, it's at least good. good <laughs> it's at wrong. least hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so we've covered her so many times. We've done The Perfume in episode three, classic. Uh, Twins, episode seven, where they share a ski slope with the boys' school. Um, <laughs> Freeze Tag is episode 14, which we really liked, actually. Very good. Very good. Um, the Stranger, which is one of my favourites, episode 21 which featured Jethro, the stinky, sexy rock man, and Nicoletta Storms. He was in love with said rock. Mm -hmm. uh, also the cheerleader, which was episode 20. We've also done the sequels. Um, the threequel? The third one. Will be at the end of... It's going to be in next season. Season five. So you can look forward to that, or possibly dread it, depending on maybe, how you feel. Maybe it's gash. Who knows? Um, pal, I love this story. Of course you do. Um, it makes no sense. Uh, it's got sinister woods, portentous fawns, melancholy <laughs> teenage girls. Also, it's about global warming. <laughs> portentous fawns is right? the phrase you hear, isn't it? That's my band. That's <laughs> <laughs> my stripper name. <laughs> my, my, my disappointing uh, stripper name. That's my forthcoming queer porn movie. Oh, portentous fawn. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a Four Chambers film. Yeah. Moving on. It's a little bit of pretentiousness there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, nobody gave a shit about environmental issues in 1991, but CBC did. Of course she did. Let me introduce you to this story. I'm just going to read you the first couple of lines. The houses on Fawn Hill were deep in the woods. Tiffany hated the woods, and the woods knew it. I fucking love that. It's so good. I kind of relate to Tiffany in this, because uh, though I am trying to be a person that wants to go outdoors and walk around in the cold pointlessly, um, I'm not naturally an outdoorsy person. Like Kate Winslet in Titanic, I'm more of an indoor girl. Yeah, Rosie's, Rosie's crying. More of an She's like, girl. She, she wants to be outdoors, but you know. <laughs> How dare you just I'm stick not, your butt up in I'm the not air? not very right outdoorsy. In my direction. When you arrived, uh, Lady Reverend Rosemary Bennett Logan, special guest of the podcast, special dog guest, she sniffs your vagina and then every time puts your, her butt in your face. She, oh. maybe, she, maybe she thinks you want to sniff back. Did Rosie's she fart? Rosie's farted and it's oh. really... Oh my God, it's terrible. <laughs> it's like bad meat, isn't it? It's terrible. Oh God, that's why she led That's with why the bomb. she stuck her butt in your face. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I can only apologise for her stinky butt. I can only think that Rosie is trying to date me and the farts are her way of being annoyed that I won't reciprocate her love. I mean, she like no, she likes the smell of farts. She sometimes farts and then smells her own butt. Crazy. Anyway, let me tell you about the story. Christ alive. So, I know. <laughs> we'll just podcast from this mist of sting. <laughs> so Tiffany, like all CBC heroines, is melodramatic. She thinks that the deer are watching her and swarming to her garden. 
She is currently walking to school with her friends, Janie, Matthew, Kelso, and Patrick. And everything is hysterically sinister. Here we go, I've got a quote for you. This is them walking to school. Trees grew sideways, their roots thrust into the cliff like pitchforks. Bushes clung to slick rocks with little green fingers. High up were ledges from which a 14-year-old could see the world, but 14-year-olds knew better than to climb the ledges, for this was Dead Kid Curve. This was where Kenny Morgan vanished and was never seen again. This was where Laura McMarkham paused to tie a shoelace. Her friends sauntered on, headed for school. Laura McMarkham screamed once and only once. Her friends ran back, but Laura was not there. Laura was never there or anywhere else again. Dead Kid Curve. <laughs> She's so fucking dramatic in this story. I fucking love it. Everything is just so, like, shrieking. It is brilliant. Um, so apparently, they all know that the cliff has chosen, which I, of course, am imagining as Cliff Richard. Yeah, oh, picking kids. Is he problematic? He's been investigated. Oh, has he? And I believe they reckon no, you think he's next mm. we all said Rolf Harris was fine mm. and then look how that went oh we've still got some like Rolf's drawing club pin badges oh, from the no. 80s that we need to burn really yeah um I don't know did he sue the Daily Mail for like stalking out his house yeah I mean, he's, anyway yeah. I mean we, we probably shouldn't get sued so let's not say anything about him just ask him. we're just saying we don't know yeah who knows anyway um Tiffany is not scared of cliffs or Cliff Richard. <laughs> She's scared of deer because she shoots them and knows that they want revenge. Does she shoot them? Well, she's... I don't know if she personally shoots them, but she goes out shooting oh, with okay. her father. I just thought that she was in the race that shoots them, as she says. The mm, human race. No, I think specifically her father goes out oh. shooting and she either goes or, like, knows of it. Oh, no. Anyway, uh, they see a deer... And Tiffany starts sobbing and clutching at her friend's jackets while Janie is busy telling them that the cliff has chosen and they're all doomed. Tiffany and Janie... They're both you. They're, well, they're not okay. <laughs> I'm going to say up front, they're not okay. Even in my most melodramatic moments, I don't believe that I have run sobbing from a deer. <laughs> and Can I you get, say that, Kirsty? I get pretty melodramatic, but even I... <laughs> have not gone that far. I also don't believe I've ever, with a straight face, said that the cliff has chosen and we're all doomed. But she says that over and over again as well, like, it's the cliff, it's today that the cliff chooses. Like, why? <laughs> why is it How today? How does the cliff signal its choice? Pointing. Sings a, rock a, falls sings a shadow song. I can't, I cannot think of a single Cliff Richard song off the top of my head. Living Doll. There we go. The cliff sings Living Doll. What's the, what's the Christmas one? Mrs. Christmas Bell doll. Wine. <laughs> Christmas doll. I don't know. Mrs. Wine. So, I love this quote, right? This is when she's having a full meltdown at this deer. She was caught in a fever of trees. A paralysis of deer. Yes! CBC, <laughs> give me that weird prose. Can I am I, so into it. Can I read you a bit of weird prose that oh my does God. not work? I can't wait. That's the thing about CBC. She pushes it so far that it occasionally topples over a cliff doesn't oh, it oh no here's an answer to my own question from minutes ago okay patrick said your father killed a deer last week didn't he tiff a weird laugh percolated like drunken coffee in her throat drunken drunken coffee coffee, coffee like that has irish, been drunk or like an irish coffee that's got like whiskey in it 
That's like in a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy where he says it's like being drunk and he says, oh, that sounds great. And he says, well, not for a glass of water. Yeah. Mm. Oh, God, I love Hitchhiker's Guide right? to the Galaxy. Uh, you're coming in with the references, pop culture references. I know. Though. That's unusual. But I'm I do not think Alan Partridge, though. Percolated like a drunken coffee. Percolated like a coffee is good because it's like... Which mm-hmm. is a weird laugh. That's like not a laugh. Drunken fact. coffee. But drunken coffee. Like a gulp. I don't understand What's what like that means. like a drunken coffee? CBC, occasionally you need to be slightly reined in, and I'm going to say that's one of those moments. Yep. You could have just had a little editor just wee that word out. Yep. Right there. Just get, don't, you don't need that adjective. Just get rid of it. Pull it back. So then they're at school. They've made it. The deer didn't get them. <laughs> um, but luckily, the roof of the school is terracotta, and terracotta is safe. <laughs> okay. Sometimes I wish I could see inside CBC's mind. It's all made of terracotta. What, what is it like in there that deer are terrifying? But terracotta is safe. Uh, but Heather, oh, Rosie's crying. She's like, she knows what's coming. Where's Janie? Oh no. So they go back to find her, except Tiffany, who knows the deer got her. And so she runs into the school toilets where a thing happens, which initially is dumb, but actually I think it's quite scary. No, I was with you all the way up to this. I think it's quite creepy because a deer climbs out of the mirror well no wait first she looks okay in the so mirror she looks in the mirror she's a deer she's a deer but then she's not a deer she's seeing a deer which then climbs out of the mirror which at first i was like oh, that's really stupid but then i don't know the way she describes it's like little spindly legs like it seems like spidery to me it's a bit rose madder by stephen king i read that so many years ago i can't even remember anything that happened doesn't someone come out of a painting oh probably yeah you know how I think this story came about? I think CBC was going around town buying groceries and someone said, thank you, dear. And she went, but what if I was a dear? No, I think what happens is she had to go hiking and then was like, I fucking hate hiking. <laughs> Those deer Fuck are the evil. woods. And then she watched Hitchcock's The Birds and mm. she went, oh, if I can the combine deer. these two things. Maybe the deer <laughs> could be coming. Um, so then she runs away from the school, away from the deer. She runs into the woods they're chock full of deer. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. Deer everywhere. That's quite scary. Like loads that, of deer looking at you. That is quite scary. Do you know I did a festival up in the Highlands once in this place, I'm not joking, that was called Far. <laughs> it was Far. And then I went for a walk down to the beach and like, you know the way that it is up on the north coast and like the, the har, the sea mist, like it comes in really suddenly. So one minute everything was fine and the next minute this mist had come in and I could hardly see anything. And I was walking past this field of sheep and suddenly I got this weird feeling like something was wrong and I looked up and all the sheep were staring at me. Oh my God. They had just stopped like being sheep and eating grass That's and whatever. Scary. It was scary, it was creepy as fuck. Cause I was like, I can see that there's people around here cause I can see houses, but I didn't see another human. This mist came in and then all these sheep were staring at me. And I was like, That's creepy as fuck. Once I was hitchhiking up a, hitchhiking? I was hiking up a mountain hill in Colorado through like and it was all was like a little track through loads of trees and just a bit in front of us a massive deer buck is that what they are i think so like fucking jumped onto the path and just looked at us and then jumped straight off the side like down (gasps) and it was so big i was like it could have just taken us both out oh yeah like if you hit a deer with antlers with your car you'll die well no you're fucked you'll die as well um anyway so it turns out (laughs) i love this bit janie 
uh, didn't get eaten by the deer. She just went back because she forgot her sandwich. Um, but meanwhile, uh, Tiffany has been swallowed by the woods, I think. Or maybe the deer? It's unclear. She's slipped into another deer dimension. A deer mansion, if you will. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't believe that just happened. But then she's just amongst all these staring deer. I mean, that's quite creepy. It is. And I'm kind of going to say it's just all a big, like, environmental metaphor. Anti-hunt. In the end. Yeah. Yeah. Don't kill deer. Not anti-hunt. Come for your kids. Not married to your uncle hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's why you shouldn't kill them. Because they'll come for you. I think that's a pretty good... I mean, reason not to go. It's scary. So basically, this story is completely illogical. I remember as a kid, I really didn't like it because I was like, that's not even scary and that doesn't even make sense. But now I'm like, I love this story. And yet, you realise that it's influenced every single thing you've written since. It's quite horrifying, isn't it? <laughs> and I feel like I have heard from people who have like included me in their PhD work, and I'm sure they're comparing me to all kinds of writers. I don't think anyone has picked up on <laughs> the CBC influence on my books. <laughs> So there we go, the point horror influence. It's our PhD, right, that we're going to do. Can, can I give it a four? I'm going to give it, I want to give it a four. Because okay. I don't want to give it a five, I feel like. It's a bit silly. That's a bit generous. Um, I would give it a, gen, like a enthusiastic four. So that's quite high, um, but it's okay because tomorrow, Kirsty, we're doing uh, The Spell by Robot Stein. <sighs> so that'll drag us right back down again. Um, because if you have not heard the regular Teenage Scream, R.R.L. Stein, or Robot Stein as we call him, is shit. We don't think that highly of him. No. But we will visit him tomorrow. And if you need to find out some of our opinions before nice. then, you can do it. You can find us on Twitter at Teenage Scream underscore and on Instagram at Teenage Scream Pod. And you can go to patreon.com slash Teenage Scream Podcast and become a meatloaf tier Patreon if you want to hear us talk about robot on our Patreon episodes and see what we really think. <laughs> or you can just tune in, apparently, tomorrow. Tune your radio dial in. To Teenage Scream Podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.